You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're now listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. So, all right, I got to talk about this. I, I am flabbergasted. I really am. Who saw the Bruce Jenner interview? I, I saw did. a lot of parts of it, not yeah. the whole thing. Well, it was a gazillion hours long. Yeah, it was like it was two hours. Two hour special. All right. Diane Sawyer. Now, yeah. how did she get that fast? Are you really surprised? Diane Sawyer is well, Diane Sawyer. You I know, know but he's also part of an E network, which is NBC. So for her, him to go to ABC, I don't understand. Interesting. Maybe you wanted Diane Sawyer. Mm hmm. And obviously they Oprah vetted the question. Him, the interview, very badly. Wow. I gotta say, I, I I'm glad Diane Sawyer got it. She did phenomenal. She's awesome. I remember one time I was in New York, and um, I was going to breakfast, and Diane Sawyer was in front of me, right? And I was like, oh my god. I think I was with Ashley, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, and she I was like, it. you know, and then and of course she goes up and she's like, hi, we have a reservation. And the girl goes, what's the name? And I was like, oh, my God, really? Oh, wow. And she goes, really? But she didn't have any attitude. She goes, Diane? And she goes, what? Diane what? And <gasps> she goes, Sawyer? And I was like, you idiot! But I, anyway. <laughs> and I was like, girl, really? No, you know what I think? I think a lot of times people, I was talking to Andy about this the other day, people really try to, like, prove their apathy towards you in some cases. Right. When you're a public figure. Yep. And uh, I think that's what it was. It was like, dude, you know Diane Sawyer, for goodness sake. Yeah. Diane Sawyer. So anyway, whatever. So that's my. Uh, all right. What were? What was our? What was our take on that? I'm just curious. Uh, first of all, I was, you know, that interview could have gone the wrong way, and Diane made it go the right way. And I you think, think so. Mm-hmm. You I don't think, think Bruce made it go the right way? And I think Bruce, he had the ability to make it go the right way because of her sensitivity and and she made him feel comfortable and she let him uh talk so honestly and he what made it i think why people connected is because he was just raw and honest and i think people's hearts kind of felt for him and everyone has an inkling in them to be who they are and to feel like they've always tried to be something that they're not yep you're right it hit a mess you know a nerve it hit a nerve in americans and the world, I think it became a, I mean, there was, the ratings were just through the roof 19.6 million people. I also feel like he's been preparing to say the things he said for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to, you know, obviously someone walked him through it and he's got handlers that help vet questions and all that, which is smart. But I think that he's been preparing to say this. I feel, I felt like everything he said was candid and he was even cheeky with her. You know, when he was when they were talking about clothing and things that he sh- he could wear, and now that he's older, mm-hmm. and then he ended up saying, "Well, you know, you'll end up wearing the black shoes, the black pants, and the white blouse," and that's what she had on. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was like he was being cheeky about saying, "I can relate to you a lot more than you think I can." This isn't a re- revelation that everyone else around the world has to accept. I've been living this reality. I've been re- able to relate to you before you knew I could relate to you. As a feminine energy and and the way that he his Did identity your is. Did opinion change about him? No, I don't know why it didn't. And you know the weird part is that I he was a hero of mine, being a wow. being an athlete. Yeah, being first an Olympian. Dude, that's right. First dude on the Wheaties box. He's a decathlete. That's one of the best athletes there are. They are good at everything, and that was him. See, you know? to me, he was just a pushover on the Kardashians, and I thought nothing. But that's what of your him. generation knows. I thought he was just d- a punching bag. I don't even want to say the word that I thought about him, and I was completely just blown away. See, I've never seen the Kardashians, and I was never an athlete as a kid, so I had no frame of reference about him other than being transgender. Interesting. I never you watched the Kardashians once. 
I felt that well, my only it. awareness of him, like I knew there was a guy named Bruce Jenner. I knew he was a, you know, he was an Olympian. Like, you know, but I didn't have any knowledge of him or he didn't ping my radar. I knew he was on the Kardashians. I've never watched it. I just mm-hmm. don't watch. I only watch just because of like what I what I'm geared towards. I only like like dramas on or dark comedies on HBO, yeah. Showtime, FX, AMC. That's it. I like, yeah. you know, I need things that are like really gritty and real. Like I want <laughs> Mad Men. You know what I mean? I want I want Six Feet Under. Right. I, 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 you know, my new favorite show in the world, Happy-ish. Like, I need that. You I need, need intellectual shows? I need that, that I need that edge. I can't yeah. do the mindless. I can't because I'm like, I just can't. If it doesn't make me feel something or I'm not learning something, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. So, which is funny because you would never catch me watching anything I've ever done. So, I would never watch Vegas Loser. I would never watch Losing It. I would never, I just would never. I just, it's not, any, anyway. So, so my only knowledge of this guy is when he started making headlines that like is Bruce Jenner transgender. Yeah. Or I know, I mean you know that's when I, and I was like and then it brought up my thoughts on being transgender and being gay and growing up kind of knowing there was something wrong with you or different you mean not wrong <laughs> but you feel like well Quack, let me well, clarify though yeah Quack that. you do feel like there's something i'm not going to you know why because you d- i did feel like there was something wrong and i'm with sure me. people would relate i felt like there was something wrong shoes. with me okay i i really did and i didn't know i was gay i just was like something's wrong here because i don't feel like everybody else is feeling yeah you weren't status quo I, I i was like i this is i'm not feeling like all these other girls are feeling and like how come, like, I liked boys, I thought they were handsome, I would even have crushes on them, but then, like, when it would get to, like, the physical part, I would get freaked out, and I, I was like, there's something wrong, there's something wrong with me, and I, and I remember thinking, am I frigid, like, what's wrong with me, I was a teenager, right. and I was like, why is, oh my god, like, why am I, and so I did think something was wrong with me, and I didn't know I was gay, but I just was like, I'm not responding the way other people are responding to this, something is wrong. And then when I was, I want to say 17, 18, uh, I started seeing stuff in the media that was opening my mind to the gay thing. Uh, like Madonna did Justify My Love. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was massive. It was the early 90s. It doesn't get any, it didn't get any bigger than Madonna in the early 90s. And then Basic Instinct and Sharon Stone had like a female lover. I hate that word. Uh, whatever, but that's what it was. And you're like, okay, well, Sharon Stone was like a killer, mind you, but the epitome of cool in this movie and like this beautiful billionaire. So I was like, oh, wow. And it started to become like something that was cool to be bisexual. So I was like, all right. And it kind of, because I mean, everybody, homophobia, like when mm. I was growing up, gay was gross. Mm. You were a freak if you were gay. And, like, kids would bully other kids, uh, like, oh, he's a fag or whatever. And I didn't even – people would say I was gay, and I was like, I'm not gay, you know. And I, I didn't think I was. I really had no idea because I didn't have crushes on girls. I mean, I admired women, but I really did not think I was gay. I, I did not. And then at a party, a woman started hitting on me, and a friend of mine liked this girl. A straight mm-hmm. guy friend. And he's like, you need to go out. You know, we're all going to go out as a group or she's not going to come. Mm-hmm. I should have known. So I ended up going out and this girl kissed me. I was drunk, of course, mm-hmm. which allowed me to allow myself to do it. And when she kissed me, I was like, oh, no, no, mm-hmm. no. And I, I knew in the moment I was like, oh, my God, please, no, please don't let this be my oh life. My please, God, because you don't understand. It was not OK. I mean, I was. Wow. 17 or 18. I never knew this story. And it you? was not no. okay, dude. It was not. Everybody, like, being gay was, you know, every, my, ugh, I must have heard my dad talk about how much he hated gays for years. I was like, please don't let this be happening to me right now. And in that moment, I, I was like, oh, God, no, this is what's been, this is, and I kept, and then I was like, I'm not gay. I'm bisexual. And I continued to date guys. And I was like, no, 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 I'm just open-minded. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I told my mom that. And my mom was always like, all right, you know, my mom was cool, always. Mm-hmm. And my mom, it was very funny because my mom I, was like, well, I'm trying to think, like, if I was going to be attracted to a woman, who would it be? Mind you, I was, at this point, I'm now 21, so it had been several years. And 
she was like going through her list. Maybe Diane Sawyer was on it. But my mom was always cool. She tried to understand me. But I always struggled with it because it it changed my trajectory. And I was like, all right, you know, everybody's got their their crosses to bear in life. And I had a really hard time with the concept of the LGBT community mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be put in a box yeah. mm-hmm. and be like, okay, you fall in this box. You're away from, from these people. Yeah. You're in this box now. You fall in this group of people and you hang out at these clubs yeah. and you only hang out with other gay people. And I didn't understand that. Right. And, you know, if you start dissecting people, it's like my mom's Jewish, my dad's Arab, I'm gay. I mean, you could carve me up in a million different ways and find a million reasons to hate me based on any kind of prejudice that you wanted to choose. But I have always rejected, like, the concept of a, of a subculture. Mm-hmm. You know, well, Latin people live in this part of town and blacks live in this part yeah. of town and Jews live in this part of town. And I've always hated that because it, it's made me feel like... You know, something divisive, something to keep people apart. Mm -hmm. And then when I was looking at people that were transgender, because I was having to come to terms with my own sexuality, I was having to try to understand, like, what is this? Like, was I born like this? Is this because I had a bad relationship with my dad? Mm. Like, what is it? And honestly, I just think you're born, you're born Mm. the way you're born. Yep. You just are. Yep. And... Because I did try. I was like, no, no, I, I am going to I'm going to date men. I'm going to figure this out and couldn't do it. Jeez. Just couldn't do it. And so then when I looked at the transgender community, let me tell you, I'm going to be honest. It's confusing. I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah, it's confusing. By the way, so is so is physics. Physics is confusing to well, me. I don't understand physics, but I respect it. Why it, do you have to be part of that? Why can't you just be? I think I'm just so saying annoying. like I, I'm just saying like. When being a gay woman who struggled with being mm, gay, yeah. when I looked at the transgender thing, I was like, my God, imagine what that's got to be like. Mm-hmm. Imagine how hard that is. And I also looked at it and I thought, if this is confusing to me, how confusing must this be to, to quote, normal people? And right. when I say normal, normal, the definition of normal is the majority. Mm-hmm. And the majority, considering there are 700,000 transgender people in America and we have a population of 340 million, mm-hmm. that's not the Sorry, 3% of Americans are gay females. That's not the norm, as in it's not the majority. So you can get as pissed as you want, but these are the facts. And I was looking at it going, I don't understand this. And I I would try to, and it is confusing. And you're like, well, wait, you're gay? No, you're not gay. Wait, you're, you're a guy that thinks you're a girl who wants to sleep with girls. Wait, and like Bruce Jenner is like, no, I don't want to sleep with men. I just want to be a woman. And... And, you, and then I thought, you know what? He changed me because I've always been confused. I don't judge it. I'm like, everybody should be able to live the yeah. life they want. But he helped me understand something that's always been very confusing to me. And I was like, if I – it's my computer. Sorry, guys. There we go. I was like, if, if I can understand this now and, and, and be like gung-ho about it and supportive, like imagine what he must have done – to the conservative, mm-hmm. right-wing, yeah. quote, God-fearing part of our of our culture, and he is he, he is, is like Republican. hardcore religious, yeah. hardcore conservative, or she. I guess we're saying she now. Mm-hmm. Are we saying she, she now? She is her. her she, yeah. she is. Um, when the transformation occurs, but it's like. Some of them, some of them are men who want to be women who want to sleep with men. Some of them are women who want to be men who want to sleep with women. And some just want to make the change. Just to be themselves. But just, but aren't, don't, aren't attracted to members of the same sex. And I was like, this doesn't need to be labeled. I agree. Don't label it. I totally agree. And what's interesting by that is I'm not a heterosexual on the merit that... I want to sleep with men. I'm a woman because I'm a woman. Like, I don't need the exterior to define me as where I want yeah. to be sexually because it reduces you then to just sexuality, which mm-hmm. is why he was pretty candid when she said, I'm confused where. And he was just like, I just know my identity. I don't know where it's going to go from there, but right. I know I know who I am. So I'm not going to all of a sudden have these like labels about myself to say, well, I'm going to be gay because I'm going to be a lesbian once I become a female. He's not. I don't even think he needs to be there. And it's. You I don't know, know what that I mean? He is it's, there yet? He's. I don't like know he that wasn't he is. Sh- or she. Oh, forgive she. me. She. She seems no, like. He's still going by he. He is still no, going okay. by he. 
Okay. Until the transformation, I guess. And I guess until being open-minded. Is, time. He just said for now. For now. He's still using milk. But I still like that too because he's like, I'll keep you posted. Like that's just like I don't have to wake up in the morning and define myself to other people and reiterate over yeah. and over again my sexual orientation that defines me. Because I'm, you know what I'm, that's just ridiculous. But a lot of people need the confines of those identities to feel safe projecting their own value system. And I think he challenged us that way. And I really appreciated it. He doesn't know. And that's okay. And it Mm. may, it just, for me... And and I just kept thinking like, oh, God, if this is confusing to me, you know, at a time where the I don't want to say the gay community, but like the LGBT community oh. is trying to get equal rights. It, like, you know, I thought, gosh, this is if I'm still finding aspects of quote this community that I belong to confusing, not wrong, confusing. Imagine what somebody, you know, who's grown up, you know, in a very religious, but like how confusing it must be to them. And I just thought what he did was demystify things a bit, mm-hmm. you know, pull the curtain back. Yeah. And and when you also share a human story, it's what you said, Michelle, like mm-hmm. when you know someone's story, it's hard to be afraid of them. I think he opened people's eyes mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just extremely I'm extremely grateful for his courage. I think he did a lot of good there. And and the fact that people were able to be receptive to me is huge progress. Massive, massive progress. Imagine what would have happened 50 years ago. If that never even would have happened 50 years ago. No. So there you go. No. No. So that's it. Okay, check this out. We've got a new sponsor. I happen to love this product because they sent it to me, so I've been trying it out. It's called the Smart Cap by Spree. So if you're tired of counting your steps and all that bananas and you don't want to wear the freaking band around your chest and the watch and the whole thing, this is a hat that you wear, and it's just a regular running hat. But guess what? It does a heck of a lot more than that because it tracks your heart rate, your body temperature, your distance traveled, your speed, your time, the calories you've burned, and it will tell you when you're hitting your ultimate stride, and it all syncs to an app on your Android smartphone or, of course, your iPhone. I mean, awesome, no? How awesome is that? It has a patented biosensor technology that measures all this stuff right from your forehead. I mean... I love it. I truly love it. It's so cool. So you're going to learn when your body is burning the most calories and what's your maximum pace that you're achieving. It helps keep you motivated. Stop falling short from your fitness goals, man. Check this out. Knowledge is power. Use your head. He, he, he. They wrote that little pun, but I think it's cute. Pun intended. So check out the Spree Smart Cap, for goodness sakes. It's been called the world's smartest fitness monitor, and I can see why. No wires, no chest strap, no wristwatch. Just put it on and go, baby. Visit SpreeWearables.com for more information. NASM wants you, or rather, they want people who are passionate about health and wellness and helping other people. And I know how many of you that actually is because you guys ask me all the time how you get started being a fitness trainer. Where do you begin? How do you get certified? Here's the information. NASM is one of the absolute best certifying organizations out there. Their trainers are improving people's lives every single day. And it's so simple. All you have to do is go to myusatrainer.com for details. They give you a free 14-day trial of their fast and fun online program. All you got to do is go to myusatrainer.com. Just imagine waking up every day, getting paid to stay in shape, getting paid to help people, getting paid to make your own hours and do something that you love. Whether you want to work in a health club, a sports clinic, corporate wellness, you decide. The National Academy of Sports Medicine also guarantees that if you don't land a job as a personal trainer within 60 days of earning your CPT certification, they will give you your money back, guaranteed. So you have nothing to lose. Now, restrictions do apply, so you have to go to MyUSATrainer.com for all the details. All right, everybody, I have a treat for you. One of my close friends... And uh, tremendous, incredible, brilliant peers, Marco Borjas is on with us today. Hi, bud. How are you? I'm good, sweetheart. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you. Just get back to Miami. Oh, how's the weather? 
amazing. Yeah, poor <laughs> you. My, my heart. Although yeah. I'm in L.A., so I guess I can't complain. Uh, I want to give exactly. people a little hit, a little bit about you here. Margo is an exercise physiologist. He's the author of a book called Power Moves, which I love, which is all about fitness. And he just released a new book called The 22-Day Revolution. And it's a plant-based program that's going to transform your body, reset your habits, and change your life. Now, this guy is has every degree under the sun. He's trained everybody from Beyonce to Jay-Z to J-Lo. Um, and he's just incredible. So before we jump in, because I have a bunch of different questions for you, tell me about the book, buddy. Well, this is, you know, this book is, uh, you, as you know, as you can imagine, right, 25 years in the making, right? Yeah, so I, 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 you know, I started my career and I got, I got really, really great at helping people lose weight. You know, we, we, like, this is what we do, right? People come to us and they say, I'm in terrible shape. I want to lose some weight. I want to get healthy. And, you know, while, while weight is one of those things that it may seem like it's pure vanity, it's that one constant reminder of your health or lack thereof, right? You look in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, you feel like, you know, you don't feel so great. You feel like crap, right? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, man, I wish I – it starts to perpetuate other actions throughout the day that make you feel sort of defeated, right? You know, because they say heart disease is a silent killer for a reason. You don't see it. You don't see the symptoms. You can't touch them. You can't but, – but weight is one of those things that if you take care of the weight, a lot of things, you know, seem to disappear, right? So. Yeah. I get really, really good at helping people lose weight, and then I realize that as good as I am at helping people lose weight, the minute that you leave them, they gain the weight back again. <laughs> and you, and, you, and you, you have, like, that aha moment. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what's going on here, right? You realize that behavior modifications didn't take place. They only lost the weight because you guided them, but not because they created any new habits. So yeah. what I've done is, I mean, I, I think I've created a really revolutionary program because it's the first time ever that someone couples habit formation with plant-based nutrition, which is, to me, I mean, it, it's like the key to optimum health and wellness. The reality is that we already know the benefits of a plant-based diet, right? So yeah. we can agree yeah. um, that, you know, you should be 80% or 100% or 70%. We know that vegetables are good for you, and we know that we should be eating more of them, right? We, we can all agree on that. Yeah. But yeah. how do we do that? How do we do that? We've gotten really great at exercising. That's something that we've, we've learned at habit. We've got that habit down packed. Like, we are great at that. You know, we socialize with our friends. We know how to get to the gym. We know how to take group exercise classes. We got that down. I mean, people are exercising more than ever. You see 5Ks, 10Ks, marathons. People are 20, 30, 50, 100 pounds overweight. They're not, they don't have a problem exercising. What they have a problem with is what they're putting into their bodies. They continue to eat garbage, overprocessed, dead foods that aren't loving them. You know, they love the food, but the food isn't loving them back. So for the first time ever with this 22-day revolution, you're going to eat food that you love, and the food is going to love you back. You know, it's funny, babe, because I've, I've always wanted to, and, and I, I have to tell you, I've struggled for so long, and I personally tried to be 100% vegan. And I, Marco, I couldn't, I don't know if it was like, I just, and I'm an animal lover mm -hmm. and an environmentalist, which is, I'm like, look, Jillian, you love animals and you want to make the planet a better place. And this is the ideal way to go. But if, if I can't be a hundred percent vegan, Marco, mm -hmm. I think that's saying a lot. And I don't eat a ton of meat. I really don't. I eat like grass fed beef, like ugh, once a week and a little bit of seafood, but I do do eggs and I do do some organic cheese. So what if somebody cannot be a hundred percent plant-based? Do you have to yeah. be to follow the book? See, that's, that's, you are, you're thinking just like everyone else on the planet, and it's awesome because here's the thing. There's no right or wrong way to do it. You know, we're so tough on ourselves, and you're tough on yourself in a really positive way, but a lot of people are tough on themselves in negative ways where it becomes destructive to them, right? So they automatically, yeah. you know how that goes, right? Yeah. No one ever gets fat from eating one donut, right? They eat <laughs> a donut, and they're like, damn it, I can't believe I did this again. Oh, my God, here I go again. Well, I might as well have the second, and yes. the second becomes a box, and the box becomes a month or two or three months of just like, you Binging. know, it's all or nothing. all the way down. Yep, it's right? the all, all or nothing, or nothing. mentality. There's, there's, this does not have to be all or none. This could be, you know, the beauty of a plant-based diet is that if you eat a little bit, a little bit of vegetables, you benefit a little bit. If you eat more vegetables, you gain more benefits. If you eat 
um, a lot more vegetables, you get the greatest amount of benefits. <laughs> so there's no right or wrong way to do it. There's no white or black, on or off. There's a lot of shades of gray, and this is what I want people to realize. The reason that we're going plant-based for 22 days is because I want you, the reader, to be able to establish a habit. I want you to be able to establish a pattern around eating foods that are plant-based. And what better way to get people to eat more plant-based foods than to educate them to only eat plant-based foods for 22 days? Because what happens is, you know, you've seen it. You tell people, you got to eat more greens, hon. you got to have more greens. you got to have more veggies. you got to have whole fruit. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first day, they put a little broccoli next to the chicken. The second day, they push the broccoli to the side. And the third day, the broccoli doesn't make it onto the plate. Yep. This is the best way to do it because you, you condition yourself to get creative, to learn how to make foods that contain more vegetables, more plant-based sources. We give you over 65 awesome recipes that are so easy to make. I mean, I'm, you know I'm not a chef. I barely have time to, to I eat. You you know, eat. I make the time. <laughs> I make the time to make great food for myself because I want to love my food, but I want my food to love me back. You know, too often people have meals that they love, and five, ten minutes after they've had the meal, regret and remorse sets in. You Ugh. should never feel like that when you eat. It's a terrible feeling. People shouldn't feel like that. You should eat it, and you should lean back and be like, man, I feel great. I feel so good. I'm so happy I made that choice. You should love it while you're eating it, but you should love it even more afterwards from the effects, from the benefit, from the way it makes you feel. Okay, now I'm going to hit you with some practicality questions. And I, I the book just came out. Like, I just ordered it off of Amazon. So in all fairness, I don't have it yet. So you're going to have to – I'm going to hit you with some of the stuff that I get. All right. Okay. Well, I tried to go plant-based, and I couldn't find anything on the menu, and I just, I just ate carbs all the time, like pasta, processed carbs. So what's yeah. how, what do we say to people who on every corner it's like a fast food place, uh, you know, a Chili's, a TGI Fridays. Even though, by the way, I have yeah. found stuff at a Fridays. But what what yeah. what do you say to the the access problem? Do they have to make everything at home, or how do no. they? No, no, not at, not at all, not at all. And you know, you're awesome at this, right? I mean, you you know how much I travel. Like I'm on the road twenty four seven. I know you you'd are. be surprised how many restaurants. And I'm not talking about fancy semantic. You know I don't do that, right? I'm talking about regular restaurants that you walk into and you say, excuse me. You say, do you mind? I don't see any vegan options in the menu. Do you have anything that you might be able to make for me if they don't have options? You have no idea how many times people have said to me, oh, my God, of course. Hang on just a second. I've had, I would tell you 50% of the time the chef walks outside and is like, hey, buddy, I hear you have a restriction. Is it, you know, is it dietary or is it allergies? I'm like, no, I just, you know, I prefer to eat this way. Don't worry, I'll whip you something up. And when they when they have attitude and they tell you, no, we don't have anything, sides. You can get sides That's anywhere. True. Sides of steamed vegetables, it. sides of salads, yep. greens. There's so many different ways to go. You just have to want it bad enough. Joe, you know that. You have I to do, want but I have enough. to play devil's you, you advocate. Have I, have, I have to play devil's advocate for you, honey, because I know the questions that I get about it. And now, okay, Michelle has one. All Hit right. him. I have one. So I feel like if I just, if I take out the meat on whatever meal I'm having... I am hungry within the like next hour or two, and if versus if I have that like chicken in my salad, I feel a lot more. See, full. I I feel like well, you know what I do with it? I always mm. have cheese, and like I'll get the salad, and if I don't get meat on it, which I generally don't anymore, like as because I don't, yeah. but I'll get a ton of cheese, and then one of my friends who's vegan is like, that's the worst offense. It's you know you're supporting veal. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Because <laughs> and I do tend to feel like I could eat and eat and eat, Marco. And it, but but you know where I've had some luck is by getting fats in my dressing. And I will eat carbs, but I eat better carbs, and that helps yeah. me. But what would you say, Marco? Because you you're the you know you're the expert in well, this. Well, so two, so two things are happening, right? Uh -huh. So the first thing is that plant-based foods are calorically much lower than animal-based foods, right? So mm -hmm. when you look at just the fat composition, you know that for every gram of fat, it's nine calories, and for every gram of carbohydrates. It's four calories. So if you're looking gram to gram and you're probably guesstimating, you're like, oh, this is about the size of like a typical chicken that I would eat. So I'm going to eat this. Yeah, of course you're going to be hungry. You're not eating half as many calories as you're used to eating. So try to eat a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Second to that, you know what gets you full is the fiber. You don't get any fiber in your chicken. You get no, by the way, you can only get fiber in plant-based sources. This is why Americans are only taking in 50% of the recommended daily allowance of fiber. 50% of the recommended daily allowance of fiber. You know what that is? That's your gastrointestinal health. You know, you hear colorectal cancers and all of these risk factors going up. 
when you're not when you're not taking in the right amount of fiber, when you're eating a purely plant-based diet, or when you're eating much more plant-based foods, your fiber intake is going to go through the roof, therefore getting you to meet that fiber requirement. And the more fiber you eat, the more full you are, the more satiated you mm. feel for a longer period of time. So get more greens in your in your meals, and you'll see you're going to stay full a lot longer. Okay, I have another question for you, and I'd love for you to weigh in on this. And I know we have to be PC, but... You know, there are people who think that they have found the way to God, literally, when it comes to paleo. And I, I'll be honest, I've I've seen paleo done a million different ways from Sunday. So, like, I've seen people that are like, I'm eating bologna, I'm paleo, to, you know, people that are like, oh, I only do, you know, grass-fed, all organic, this, that, the other. But I, I just tend to think, like, when did, like, we, eating all animal products become, like, the panacea of health? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, uh, you know, I'm a research junkie, so right. That, like, that's why I'm, and honestly, that's why I'm asking you because I, I know that I you're gonna have. You know, I'm the guy that I, I read and I and I read and I do research and I read the entire you know study and I'm looking at every single angle and I'm trying to figure out what they're trying and every single thing that I look at, every single report that I look at, points at increased animal protein intake increases your risk factors for certain types of cancers. It increases your risk factors for coronary heart disease. It increases your risk factors for X, Y, and Z. It's just everything that you look at scientifically is pointing in the direction of plant-based nutrition for optimal health. On a practical side, I don't just read these reports. I'm living it. I'm practicing it. I'm putting, listen, I put a buddy of mine, Raymond Garcia, on the program for 22 days completely plant-based this is a guy that never even had a vegan side dish okay (laughs) never even had a vegan side dish i put him on the program for 22 days by the way the way this happens is he goes to the doctor the doctor tells him that his blood pressure is stage two hypertension there's no stage three okay so he's like basically if you have a heart attack you're done okay gives him a bunch of meds doesn't ask him about his diet doesn't tell him to switch his diet doesn't say anything to him his cholesterol is through the roof his blood pressure is through the roof i said buddy you need to go on a plant-based diet like tomorrow and he's like man i'm willing to do anything i've worked so hard to get where i'm at i i I don't want to be like this anymore i want to change 22 days loses 22 pounds in less than four months, loses 65 pounds, goes back to the doctor. Guess what? Hypertension, completely gone in one month. Gone. The weight melts away. His cholesterol literally disappears. I'm looking at this day in, day out, not with one person, not with two. I'm looking at dozens and dozens and dozens of people that are having these results. When you look at the science and then you look at the results, they're undeniable. They're just undeniable. You can't argue with it. So I'm not the guy that's going to sit here and tell you, oh, my God, you can't eat any animal-based foods ever again. I'm saying the closer you lean to a plant-based diet, the healthier you're going to be. So for you to tell, for you to ask me if I think that a mostly protein diet is going to be good for you, I'm going to say no because there's just no science behind it. And, again, being in the business for 25 years, seeing so many different physicals, seeing so many different lipid profiles, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, I'm convinced. And you know I'm Cuban, so I would love to have an argument for <laughs> right. I would love yeah. it. You know us I Cubans know, love our meat. I would I mean I would have been like sold forever. I but know. you know, and then and then the more plant based food you eat, the more you realize that something awakens inside of you. You become more conscious of what you're putting into your body and where it's coming from, how it's being treated, how it's being raised. The hormones that go into it, the antibiotics that go into That's it. Right. You know, you look at all of these factors and you realize, you and I know that we, when you go to a restaurant, you're not having, unless it says wild game or, or antibiotic-free, which most menus don't say, you know they're not buying great stuff. No. And it's that. But yeah. it's, it's the case. It's where we are today. So I'm like, you know, you become more conscious of it. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I did it for purely selfish reasons. I just want to be as healthy as I possibly can. I'm going to go kicking and screaming. I want to be alive till I'm 130. So I did it for purely selfish reasons, but then after a while, something just lights up inside of you, and you're like, man, it has so much more profound effects than I initially thought it was going to. First of all, my friends and family have all slowly converted to, I would say, 90% plant-based, if not 100 then second, you just become so much kinder to the world, to the people around you, because you just feel like, man, I'm doing such great things for the environment, for 
to save animals. How many animals didn't I save this year from not consuming 100%, you know, animal proteins in my diet? By the way, in the book, The 22 Day Revolution, we have over 38 different protein sources. You know you get that all the time. Well, if I don't eat... I know. If I don't eat meat, How am I, I going to get the protein? I know. I get also questions about affordability, and I got to tell you, meat's expensive. Yeah, meat is expensive. When you go to that restaurant and you don't yeah. get the filet... You get yeah. the salad and the sides of veggies. It's, I mean, even if you did it a couple nights a week, you you're can afford save it. money. Yeah, I you're agree. saving money. So, you know, affordability, if we're really going to ask that question, it's going to be more affordable. And I, I love the, the protein question. Marco, could you give me right now, just throw it out there for people, like what would your top three be? Lentils, okay. because it's one of the few protein sources in the world that's alkaline forming. And you know what that means? It reduces inflammation in the body. And for us athletes, it speeds up your recovery time. It's a great, great, great protein source. I love quinoa. It's super versatile. And it's one of the few plant-based proteins that's complete. And what do you think? And, uh, oh, yeah, go ahead, baby. Sorry. <laughs> and I love avocado. Avocado? Yeah, because it has healthy fats in it as well. So it keeps you, it keeps you full. It makes you feel satiated. But at the same time... <clears throat> It has a good amount of protein, and it has a nice blend of aminos. I, honest to God. Most people don't never, know that. No. No. I, I looked at Andy, and I'm like, why don't we know this right now? How come we don't know this girl? I know. She's got 2.9 <laughs> yeah. grams per cup. Oh, son of a gun. All right, last question. Thoughts on soy? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of reports that say that soy is forestrogenic and it's thyrotoxic. Um, but the bottom line is that most of the soy that you find out there is genetically modified. So I just stay away from it altogether. Yeah, me too. Um, I just wanted to hear know, if you, if you, for some reason, you, you said something, you read something that I didn't read. I, or maybe I just wanted you to, to back my opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the, you know, you hear, well, how about the Asians? They've been eating soy for years. Well, the, the soy they eat, A, is not genetically modified, yep. yeah. and B, uh, it's fermented. Yep. So it's pre-digested, you know, and, and your body assimilates it a lot so. easier. So it's not, the, it's not the rubber junk that we're eating here. And it's right. not sprayed with all those pesticides and crap. So, Margo, exactly. you're awesome, baby. Where do, what's the you're website? The Where do people get the book, 22-Day Revolution? 22 day, on Amazon.com, and the, the website is 22DaysNutrition. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Honey, you know I love you. Mad respect. And I would just say I love you. this guy's a genius. I've known him for years. He has my deepest respect as a peer and a master in the field. He has every degree that you could ever possibly want. He's not just a weekend certification guy. This guy is the real deal. And I get, you know, it, it's like it's intimidating to think, oh, my God, I can't do it. I can't do it. Read the book, and the closer you get to it, the healthier you're going to be. It's going to teach you so much. And as Marco said, like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Just get the education, get the recipes, give yourself the tools, and try it out. I, I personally have loved everything I've ever learned, and I can't wait to get the book. You're the greatest. I love you. All right, boo-boo. I love you, too. I'll talk Take to you care. soon. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. is here people and you know that you've been staring at those old shades and curtains all winter long and guess what now is the perfect time to update those tired window treatments our friends at blinds.com they're here to help you do that blinds.com is a helpful team of u.s-based decorating experts that want to make your life easier the website is very easy to navigate the customer service is top notch you can call them you can email them you can live chat and talk to a person in real time an actual human if you need any extra help and i can vouch for this because we have used their product several times on the new house and it has been bar none super easy they sent us free samples to try out and match at our home and guess what there's a sure fit guarantee so if you mismeasure your window blinds.com will remake your product for free that's right they remake it for you for free no questions asked. So get over to blinds.com today. You're going to find great discounts all May long from your favorite brands to popular upgrades on sale. You'll go crazy over the value and incredible customer service that's just waiting for you. As always, as I said, free color samples, free shipping, free expert decorating advice, and prices that crush prices you'll find in stores. That's blinds.com.
We all know what it feels like after an intense workout when you're really sore. It prevents you from wanting to work out the next day. It can cause injuries if you push yourself too hard. And that's why proper recovery is so critical. Recovery Max is a fast-absorbing post-workout formula that comes in both a cream and a spray, and it's designed to quickly relieve the pain of intense training to help you accelerate your recovery. It has 100% natural ingredients. Recovery Max increases your circulation. It reduces the lactic acid buildup. It helps to ease the pain for sore muscles, and it prevents muscle strains that could keep you from your next workout. Recovery Max is an Australian formulation that's proudly made in the USA, so you can feel great about that. And it's the only product with arnica, emu oil, and rosemary oil that gives you all-natural, long-lasting relief. And it won't leave your skin feeling greasy. It doesn't make you smell like a medicine cabinet. Recovery Max is made for women just like you to help you accelerate recovery time and achieve your fitness goals. You can order Recovery Max post-workout cream or spray today from recoverymax.com or search the keyword Recovery Max on Amazon. Okay, so this segment was sort of all over the place because there's a bunch of different things that we wanted to cover, but in all fairness, I can't say they're standalones. So uh, here's kind of cool. Nicole, for goodness sake, Michelle pulled uh, something off of NPR called the Fast Food Industry Cleaning Up Act. All right, so here's the thing. Jillian, I'd love your take on this. Chipotle recently announced that it's removed all GMOs from its menu items. But Chipotle has always been pretty progressive with this, actually. Yeah. They, they've had, like, you know, organic meat, like, local farmed meat on their menus. And you know what's interesting? I remember reading that Hillary Clinton – so McDonald's stock is in the toilet. Their, <laughs> their revenues have been dropping. Like, and Giancarlo keeps sending me these articles. And they're, it's just, you know, now – while we would rush to celebrate, here's the thing. I think McDonald's, two things. I want to be so over the moon about it, but Taco Bell stock is not. And I think part of the thing is that McDonald's is just not cool. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think the younger generation, they're going to like Jack in the Box. Because uh-huh. think about it. There's Wendy's, In-N-Out Burger, Jack in the Box, Carl's Jr. Yep. You know, my brother doesn't go to McDonald's. He goes to Jack in the Box. Where do you go, Jake? I know you go to one of those crappy places. I go to In-N-Out. There you go. Mm. There you go. But there's no real, there's no Taco Bell alternative. I mean, Del Taco, but that's only here. What do you think? For a Taco Bell alternative? Yeah. You shouldn't be eating Taco Bell if you're in Southern California. Why? Where do you go? Oh, actual Mexican food. A million food. Mexican food. Right, places. I get it. <laughs> but kids, like a lot of kids still go to Taco Bell. Taco Bell. So as much as I want to be like, woo, McDonald's, I think that it's just an old, tired brand. Right. And it's not cool for millennials. I think they're going to like a cooler. Wait. Yeah. Taco Bell is doing some crazy things with their food, though. Like what? I mean, the Doritos Locos Taco was revolutionary. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Revolution! Come on, <laughs> like, the shell is a Dorito. That is, you realize, like it's just—it's like a poison sandwich. Oh, a delicious poison sandwich! Oh god! So, well, I mean, so listen to this. Last week, Pepsi announced it was getting rid of aspartame. That's huge. I had a big thing with Subway, um, where I asked them to take the high fructose corn syrup out of their bread. Yeah, what they say? They did. They did, and I was like, if you guys do this, I will tell the world, and they did. They did it, it took, for you? It took, you were the reason behind that? I, it took a lot of time, because they are um, a franchise. Yes, yeah. and so, so a lot of yeah, chains took, had to change. It took time, but they did it. Wow. Yeah, they did it, and I was re- I mean, I was, I was stunned. Well, I don't know if it was for me, but they did do it. Um, Kraft announced it was going to drop artificial dyes. Uh, in their mac and cheese. Yeah, not, it's not, not going to be that yellow, bright, happy yellow. And didn't uh, they do that already in Europe? Like, isn't there different products in certain brands in Europe versus the U.S., which is crazy? Oh, wow. yeah. oh dude. You know that Coca-Cola in, in uh, Latin America is made with actual sugar, yeah. not high fructose corn syrup, because they don't have the corn lobby. They they sell that here though. They sell like the the Mountain Dew, the Coca Cola, and a few others like yeah, you, with the sugar. Yeah, with sugar, and they call it throwback though. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Huh. 
Well, here's the thing. I mean, the bottom line is that people are getting savvier. It just all of the research is showing in the millennials are, are getting older. They're growing up. They're educated. And they know about things like artificial colors, artificial flavors, hormones. Like, this is not underground knowledge anymore. And no. I remember when I wrote Master Metabolism like seven, eight years ago. And people were reading it going, oh, my God, really? Like, they mm-hmm. had no idea. Now it's common knowledge. Yeah. yeah. It's common knowledge. And there's starting to be some backlash. And people will pay the better money for the better quality food because they know that if they don't, they're going to mm-hmm. pay down the road with, you know, medication. Medical bills. Medical bills. That's right. Bottom line. So I am actually feeling more optimistic that I think things are starting to change. Good. I really do. I think slowly but surely. And uh, I think this is good news. I'm glad. And uh, did I mention that Hillary Clinton went to a Chipotle, but not a McDonald's? And they it was like a huge thing. Because every pot, like, didn't Bill Clinton go to McDonald's years ago when he ran? I thought he did. Like, oh, they yeah. tend to he visit loved. those very Americana places. Now Bill Clinton is vegan, actually. Yeah. What? Well, so he had all those health issues. issues because he, he always heart issues. Burgers. Yeah. So, and, you know, he's like very, very, very into health. Clinton, that, I always speak at his Health Matters conference. So, yeah, it's big for him. And he also started the Alliance for a Healthier Generation uh, with the Heart Association. And I always do work for for the Alliance as well, as well as the Clinton Foundation. Um, So, anyway, that's cool. I'm glad we pulled it. And you know what? Here's what I would simply say. Uh, Push. You know what I mean? Like, push push for change. Keep the change rolling. Because it's the demand that's going to make the difference. uh, Last year, a campaign that included 40,000 Facebook posts helped persuade General Mills to make Cheerios non-GMO. How about that? Yeah, your dollar can speak. It sure does. Even one buck at a time. You just don't. You don't pay. You don't endorse. You don't finance the companies that don't provide the food you want to eat. I just signed a, a petition asking. Um, it was like asking your local politicians to stop supporting Monsanto. Like every time I see it, I sign it and I like retweet it. Yeah. So anyway, all right. I thought that was great. Now we got one that's a, l- a little more fun that I, I can't miss. It's the cellulite myths and facts quiz. This oh. is a whole segment though. Uh, well, well, let's see. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Cellulite is caused by toxins in your body, true or false? I want to say false. Michelle? Wait, before we start this, you want to show us your cellulite? I... Please don't. No. Oh. I've got my own. I was maybe thinking we could quiz the new kid on the block. Well, no, we're all in it Okay, together. all right, let's go. She's not going to know. Hey, I might. That's the thing. No, you're from Montana. I know. I love cows. <laughs> <laughs> Don't underestimate her. Know. All right, so you say false. I say false. F- what was false? it? False. Oh, I say true. Ha, I told you she's not going to know. <sighs> you don't know anything. No. That's not true. And it's important that you know it's not true because all those people that tell you it is toxins usually have a detoxifying program to get rid yep. of cellulite. Or pills, it is, and yep. it has to do with your connective tissue, period. And it's predominantly genetic, which is why it is impossible to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You cannot get rid of it. I have tried everything. It will not go away. Don't buy it. No, You're not giving true. away the whole freaking clues. Oh, oh. I didn't read the whole thing. Okay. All right, women get... <laughs> She knows. That, look, she's smart. She she uh, knows my uh, the answers now. Okay, women get more cellulite than men. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Men Sh- have nothing on Schmander? them. Schmander. Yeah, I believe they do for sure. They have cellulite. That they have more cellulite than men. Yep, we women do. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I Nicole. Agree. No, I agree. They have to have a higher body fat count anyway. Well, it, it's true, but it's because, A, we, men don't carry fat in their lower body unless they have a hormonal oh, imbalance. That's right. Think about it. Men are testosterone dominant, so they They're carry the their... Their You got it. Mm-hmm. Men don't have fat on... You generally very... I've never... Very rarely, unless there's something going on, do they have fat They're on their lower body. they on those legs. And, in addition... Um, they, we have less supportive, uh, supportive connective, connective tissue. Connective tissue. Yep. So it says, if this little article says, if you think of a scaffolding outside of a building that have those X crosses on them, those are the sort of, uh, fat chambers that men have, which are less, uh, conducive to cellulite. Mm-hmm. And it says that, um, 10% of men suffer from cellulite, but I mean, think about that. Yeah. I'd say every single woman I know. Those are like yeah. obese. Except my five-year-old. That's about it. Yeah. Heidi doesn't really. Nope, she doesn't. Really? No. Well, she's it's so very thin. weird to be gay I mean, because on one hand, you appreciate these things about your partner, partner and on the other hand, you want to punch <laughs> them in the face. It's an odd experience, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. It's a pickle. Now I want to kill you. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Cellulite can be in your genes. Not your physical genes, <laughs> your, your, not, not your genetics. Your genetics. True. 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 It is true. 
It runs in families. Mm-hmm. How about that? There's even a genetic test on the market. Why do I need a genetic test? I can look at the back of my ass and go, aha. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I have a genetic yeah. test, too. It's Thanks, called Ma. my mirror. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cellulite only happens to out-of-shape people. I think we know the answer oh, to this. No. Skinny fat. Remember all that? No, I'm not skinny fat, oh. and I have it. So the whole thing's Even false. lean, you can just develop co- the wrong connective tissue where a little fat deposits, and it's just cottage cheese. Yep. It, but it says being overweight does make the appearance of cellulite more noticeable. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you know, I mean... Let me tell you, I, I've been squatting and lunging and squatting and lunging and squatting and lunging. And it, yeah. I mean, it's still there. Yeah. It's still there. And it, it's like if you, because the bottom line is I'm a female mm-hmm. and I'm going to have a percentage of body fat. And if my connective tissue is one that is going to lend itself to the appearance of cellulite, I'm not going to get rid of all my body fat. So period. No. I'll have it. Yep. End of story. So Again, I like this because don't think you're going to lunge and squat your way out of it. You're not. I mean, your butt's going to look better. My butt looks much better. I got rid of my double butt, which was really So the shape has improved, but the mm-hmm. texture still has a little bit of... Yeah, no, it's, it's still yeah. there. It's not that bad it's looking, still though. There. I mean, really, is it that bad? Well, it'd be... Uh, look. I'd I rather mean, not have I mean, it. I, I, I yeah, I mean, I, but it's not like... I don't hate myself over it. It's not stopping me, but I would... If, like if I woke pulsive. up one morning and it was gone, I'd be like, woo! Yeah, yeah. I I might spend a lot more time naked. That's possible. Publicly, just down the street. Hey, (laughs) hello. Hi. Okay. Now, okay. This is interesting because it's somewhat counterintuitive, but exercise can reduce the appearance of cellulite. True or false? Mm, Gosh, I say yes. Okay. I'm stumped. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, if if you've got more, like, if you haven't worked out, it's going to appear bigger, but you're still not going to get rid of it by exercise. You're, that's exactly Autumn? it. Autumn? You'll never get rid of it. Oh, you'll never. Uh, see, I just gave it oh. away. Oh, well, I was going to say, yes, it does, though, because when you firm up that muscle underneath, you start uh, getting No. Now. It's still because the muscle is underneath the connective tissue. But if you lose body fat then it, it, it will help because you've lost, you've lost more subcutaneous fat, but it, it, and it, you know, you think, oh, you're going to firm up the muscle. It's going to spread out the fibers. I mean, it will, it will help give your butt more shape and that's great. But and as I said, it's, it's helped give my butt a better shape and I get to see more muscles. I get more like definition in my legs, but I still have cellulite and it's right here. Regular exercise practice cannot cure cellulite, but, you can't actually, like, but it can body. help reduce the appearance because if you have more body fat, you're going to have more cellulite. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hang on. Oh, wait, what is this? Um, Training moves that build muscle and boost circulation. Nah, haven't seen it. I I thought I tried all of that, the circulation, the scrubbing, because I was like, what if I can oxidize the fat in this? Has there a way? I, I've often thought that you know how alchemists used to try to turn lead into gold. Mm-hmm. For me, that was the quest of the, the cellulite cure. I was like, if I could do this, it would be. Yeah. Oh my God! It, it, no, you just can't do it. You can. Again, you can make the body look better, you can build the muscle, you can get leaner, you can reduce your overall body fat, but cellulite, I'm sorry, I, unless somebody can, there's some sort of surgery or invention or stem cell research that can reshape your connective tissue, it's not going away. It's just not. It's mm. not going away completely. Cardio is best for reducing overall jiggle. I hope we all know the answer to this. False. 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 You would know that. Yeah, of course it's false. Not, I mean, you know, you can't run it off. No, no, no. In fact, in fact, the way to burn the most calories is to do resistance training. I agree. So get yeah. your MoTab up and, yep. Skin firming creams can cure cellulite. Baloney. Of course. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Temporarily, they can make this area swell, which can reduce it. But it, next morning, God, that drives me bananas. All it those does, products. All the supermodels too, who have it, by the way. Really? Yeah, little industry secret. Listen to this. I want to read this. Ready? Here we go. Despite what you might read on their labels, no topical topical creams, prescriptions, or or over-the-counter have been shown to, this is interesting, permanently reduce the appearance of cellulite. I remember when I was a kid, they used to advertise these things in the back of like gossip magazines where they'd have mm-hmm. these wraps that you'd go get, mm-hmm. and yeah. they'd say, and basically they, they just they sweat you to death like a wrestler, so your jeans would fit tight, then you drink some water and eat a meal, and pff, you blow yep. it right back up because you rehydrate. <laughs> yep. So I'm wondering if they're playing some sort of game here with the body where they like hydrate it so the appearance looks better, because uh, it says it may, they, you know, leave, uh, 
okay, some products containing retinoids may provide some temporary effects by creating a thicker skin to help camouflage the bumps, but there's limited evidence that creams or scrubs with stimulant effects like caffeine, ginger, green tea may improve circulation, breaking down fat cell stores, but they're less proven. Bottom line, this is baloney. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's baloney. Let me tell you, if there was one, I would have marketed it. Are you kidding me? It'd be I'd have it all. Caffeine, ginger, green tea. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Mm-mm. not going to happen. Mm-mm. Nope. Nobody. Nope. Nope. Uh, all right. Here. This is interesting. Tell me what you think of this. Skin fillers can even out dimply skin. That I will say I've seen some girls do. and it, Did it work? Yeah, a little. No! Yeah, but it bruises for a long, time. What do you mean by long, like long, an long, injectable? Long time. Injectable dermal fillers. Dermal fillers. Like fillers. Restylane and mm-hmm. Radius. I haven't even heard of that. Radius is Used like Perlane and Restylane. Primarily to plump up sagging cheekbones mm-hmm. have shown beneficial temporarily. Because Tem- your body uh, absorbs it really fast. And if you have uh, a good metabolism, psh. Are we talking like butt dimples? Like yeah. Yeah. It says it, temporarily. It says a filler can plump that up and even it out. However, the procedure costs hundreds or thousands of dollars per leg wow. and lasts a few months. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't tried that one. I think mm-hmm. you should. I am. No. <laughs> I'm what a waste of money. It also sounds so painful. Plus, are these things toxic, these fillers, man? I don't want to be putting all of that stuff in my leg. Yeah. Well, consider the amount. Over like, and over and over you know again. how girls will get like their their laugh lines on the sides. What are their, those called? Nasal, yes, nasal labial folds. Consider the droplets that they would use to fill your butt. I know. Think Ooh, about all of that. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't know enough about fillers to know like if they're toxic or how toxic they might be, but that just seems like a lot of whatever. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm. All right. Hang on. We're almost there. <laughs> Liposuction. I love that I'm like, we have to dig through this. this hold a, on, everybody. This is a very in-depth Yeah, thing. hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We've almost made it oh, through. Oh, for God's sake. I know. I'm going to have to push push through this. There's Paige. Michelle. Well, there's a lot oh of Oh, my God. On. All right. Liposuction. Yes or no? Uh, better or worse? Not true. True. It can improve. Yes or no? I'm going to say, say it could improve. No. no. Nah. Nope. Uh-uh. I'm canceling my appointment. Wait. Because <laughs> I mean, same thing. Remember, it's still it's still going to be connective tissue. So even if you take out the fat, there's still going to be some there. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, dimpled connective tissue is dimpled connective tissue. Uh, all right, certain foods can fix it. No. Wait, holy for Schlugina. I don't know if I believe this. Certain foods can help fight cellulite. It says true. There's hope, but it says it's also it's by staying hydrated. That's why. Because when you're, yeah, it's water. That's what Mm. it is. Because when you dehydrate, then it's gonna show dimples more. When you're hydrated, it's gonna give more. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Do hydration. I think we know that. Drink Mm -hmm. more water. Um, The clothing you wear can make a difference. Uh, Well, on the merit, you can't see it. (laughs) (laughs) They mean like endemology, like really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I doubt it does anything. No. Zippo. Mm. All right, smoking can make cellulite worse. True, true. Or yes. True, because it dehydrates you. Well, totally true. Cigarette Ooh. smoke has been shown to reduce blood vessel flow, weaken and disrupt the formation of collagen. So it ah. actually makes the connective tissue issue mm-hmm. worse, and the tissue becomes more stretched and more damaged, showing underlying fat uh, much more easily. Oof! It also says, of course, what we know that it can make you look bad in lots of other ways. It can also Ugh. kill you. But well, there's that. <laughs> All right, last one. There is no permanent cellulite solution. True. True. Ta-da. Except For now, it says in a parenthesis. Except to love it. Yeah. Love yeah. your cellulite. I like yeah. it. Oh, I'm embracing it. Well, this was a real downer. Thanks, Michelle. Except Maybe we save people on some... We save them on money and we reminded them to drink water and eat healthy. And to love thyself. And, and not if that's smoke. The only. And mm-hmm. not smoke. Yeah, I don't think. do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've probably lost a few listeners on that one.
you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>